0: Millennial Love's hearts and minds are with those affected by Hurricane Harvey. We hope that you and your families are safe during this time.
1: Please remember self-care in this time. Traumatic events impact your mental health and can have a long-term effect. Be sure to recognize your triggers and cues to reach out for counseling when needed.
2: We're challenging our listeners to give back and support. Please research, identify, and donate your time and resources to your local and national organizations giving back to the hurricane harvey victims the millennial love crew love you guys dearly and we are with you be strong
0: burgo season over but i'm still the shit welcome to millennial love Get up!
2: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30 day free trial at www.audibletrial.com Millennial Love. Over 180 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player.
1: Hey.
0: <laughs> oh, she's
3: still
2: the shit. Okay. That
0: this was interesting. <laughs>
1: is
0: the Cara D and this is Millennial Love. Are we. I really just feel like you just, yeah, like you know, and how we are selfish as well. What
1: What did I do? You just uh, David Ruffin does. How did I do that? I was going to say
2: Beyonce does.
1: (laughs) Oh, I mean, he literally did it at the concert. He was like,
0: I'm David Ruffin and these are the temptations. No, I did that because I didn't say it at the beginning. I didn't say this is Cardi and welcome to millennial millennial love." love. I didn't say, oh my God.
2: Oh my god!
1: <laughs>
2: y'all, welcome
1: back. Anyway, welcome back, welcome back, welcome, welcome back.
0: back.
2: We still don't know where that came from.
0: <laughs> yes, it's from we do. We already uh, song <laughs> came out like two thousand four, <laughs> two thousand five. Right. I don't no. know. I don't know. <laughs> we know.
2: Listen, how are y'all?
0: Great, Shadi. I'm amazing.
2: Car, you have a nice tan.
0: Am I really tan? I don't feel tan. You I look tan. Like, I feel like you the rest of tan. my family is hella tan and I'm not tan.
2: You look tan. tan. And Michelle got these fall waves going. You know, she these natural. She really does have the natural waves. I, waves. I did
1: come back with the fall hairstyle. It's
2: and I, like, I really like it. It's pretty dope.
1: I can just go to sleep and wake up, shake my head and
0: keep going. You, so you don't want to no on it? That's a privilege.
2: No. That's an edge a
0: privilege. Silk, do you have a silk pillowcase? No. I sleep like the girl
1: on Friday. With your hands underneath your head
0: and you sleep like this. Oh, I'm about to say my hair would be in a casket if I didn't wear no bonnet. No,
1: I get too sleepy for stuff like that.
2: And
0: doesn't it come that off? Doesn't make I any mean, sense. like,
1: I don't know what you mean. You get like, too I'm sleep. if I'm in the bed already, I'm oh, not gonna, I'm get, not back gonna get
0: back up. You gotta, keep, to go get the you gotta keep a bonnet in all places, just like you keep a charger. <laughs> you keep a bonnet next to your bed. You keep well, one. In you the just, How about you just
2: buy a silk pillow?
0: Yeah, silk pillowcase. You can get that from Walmart
2: for $3. mama used to have a purple one.
0: My pink. (laughs) It's like
2: crazy. What is this? It's like your face would be sweaty or something. I don't Mm -hmm.
0: know. It feels good and it's soft. I mean, I guess
1: I could do that because I'm really not going to get up. It's just out. It helps. That's why I really
0: can't wear my hair straight. I'm about
2: brushing my teeth at night. If I'm like about to go to sleep, I'm not brushing my teeth.
0: Because I feel like it wakes me up. Like when I brush my teeth like the the sensation of the toothpaste wakes me up.
2: Toothpaste makes me want to go use the restroom number 2.
0: Why? Really? I don't know
2: why every time, y'all.
0: So you poop in the morning every time and at you night. brush your teeth. Yep. Really?
2: I don't know what it does.
0: I don't know why that's so fascinating.
2: It just gets me going. Even the smell of it. Like, if I smell someone else brushing their teeth,
0: you got to do this. It makes my stomach toothpaste. toothpaste. Yeah, it's toothpaste. It's weird. Any toothpaste. So it's like, so it must be fluoride. Because that's the only thing that's in it. It
2: makes my stomach (laughs) bubble.
0: Your stomach, honestly, your stomach bubbles at a moment's notice, though. Okay. I'm listening. I would much, I would much. (laughs) think about it many times. Justin's been like, oh, my stomach got to go every time. I
2: would much rather be on this end than the other end. So I'm fine.
0: Yeah, constipation is dead. Listen. Oh okay. I was like, "What's the other?" E? <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's either diarrhea <diabetes> or constipation. <laughs> There's no in between. Yeah, yes, there is. But um, anyway. Listen,
2: listen I'm just. How are you, Jesse? Yeah. How am I? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm actually doing really great.
0: This, this is the second great week in a row. Yeah, god
2: is good.
1: Girl, this is three All the time. Is already This is the third week in a row. Why? it
2: the third. We exactly. got you together
0: last week. <laughs> and then now you forgot again because Justin always be like I'm all right. I'm like she the shit. <laughs> She's still oh the shit. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> no. I'm having a great week, y'all. This is like the perfect like this I love this weather. Like summer transitioning into the fall. It's just a beautiful moment.
1: Yeah, it, it is. is. It's, it's
2: like harvest season. You know, we're it's about to be right. October, November. Did you
1: say har- oh, harvest.
2: harvest?
0: Harvest. Sorry. And we worship you. We y'all don't know that. You this day. Okay. I don't
1: know that. Speaking of the fall season, all I know is Kirk Franklin. <laughs> all I know is in the sky. Um, oh, speaking, shout out. I know, right? It's been a while. Oh, so yes. Sorry. Speaking of the fall, that was nice, Justin. You brought us to yeah
0: full circle. Yeah, listen, this...
2: you have the best segues, by the way. Your I was segues do be. Bomb. I was listening to the episode, and you can make a segue out of any topic.
0: <laughs> really? Like, speaking really of uh, speaking of snow cones, we. <laughs> 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 be like, how does she do that? It was
2: just the last episode. She was like, speaking of something, or speaking of side pieces. It was, it was something along those lines. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh. You did be coming. Up. Speaking of spaghetti squash, <laughs> <laughs> we gonna be like, how does she do that? Yeah, that good. was a good segue. Good That's funny. I'm dead on it. I'd be like, uh, just to uh, be like uh,
2: the ham. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> the uh, spag- <laughs> Oh.
2: <laughs> Jesus
0: Okay, so It's okay we're we're gonna...
2: pro- I'm sorry, my bad <laughs> Yo, we're gonna we talk really
0: What about... oh. <laughs> the Let Michelle talk Stop <laughs> yeah, I
2: just want people to know That we really be having a good time Like when we car Yeah
0: no, But right. I don't know
1: Why you won't <laughs> stop I'm sorry Stop Make a segue out of that
2: Make a segue out of that shit
1: Well we're gonna have a good time At homecoming right? Because homecoming is coming up Bam! Uh, skills, skills, skills I can't wait. Um, And so segway I basically started. want you guys To tell me about Your first homecoming as a freshman And then tell me about your first homecoming As alumni
2: So my first homecoming as a freshman I did not attend
1: Wait, what? Wow. No. Don't tell me you me were working.
3: No,
2: I wasn't working, but I did not like going to HBCU my first semester. Well, I didn't like Southern at oh. all. It was too, you know, it was like too black.
0: It too too <laughs> black. That's how you mean.
2: It was too black, but, and I didn't, like, I went home every weekend, so I didn't really meet friends. So I just didn't go. Um, So it was Whack. And my homecomings now as an adult um, is a little bit different. All of my friends are Greek, so.
1: They be at the pits. They and the be with and their line the brothers and line yeah. sisters.
2: So it's just like, all oh, right, you know, I can't go, but I know that I'm going to have to be around all that. Rather than, you know how you just be go all over the place?
1: Right. Uh, just,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's just different. So I'm going this year and I'm hoping that I have a different experience.
1: You will. we're gonna speak that it's gonna be right
2: so i have fun like in the city like going out afterwards i always have a good time right Right. but like the tailgating is just kind of like it's kind of too greeky. if that makes sense i get it you know yeah and maybe i don't know because i'm not greek yeah like
1: this it's just
2: like can we like move around and actually go to different like tents and different Mm -hmm. what is it called vans and shit and eat right. other people's food yeah. you know and move around no nah, it's just like nah. let's look at watch people strut for hours
0: <laughs> i gotta be on
2: my lawn so <laughs> exactly yeah. you get it right <laughs> nah, <laughs> no so it. i'm hoping to have a good time i'm excited um but you know in college i just really didn't participate i was definitely a dud
0: wow for homecoming
2: my first homecoming oh, okay so my first homecoming yeah
0: i always do I went to a PWI, so I don't honestly remember my first homecoming. Because you didn't really? go. That is how, No, I <laughs> no. went, but it was just, we didn't really have like big events. I mean, they we just got a football team probably in the last, I would say, five years.
1: So that probably had yeah. something to do so with so we
0: it. didn't really have a fall homecoming. Yeah. Um, okay. So it wasn't, so I, I won't even talk about undergrad. Like, law school, I'll say, I did not attend the first homecoming for Southern when I was at law school, because I was a I think homecoming was around finals time. So I was like, I'm chilling on it. I got to get it in. But then my last year, we started tailgating with the law school. So the yeah. law school has its own oh, tent. Yeah. And it be lit It under do be there. lit. I've and
2: it there.
3: be lit no.
0: under there. No, it be lit. <laughs> For real, let the professors be drunk.
2: See, yeah, us be drunk. Every, the professors, <laughs> we
0: all be turned. Like, it's it's really a good time. So I, I can't go this year because I'm going to dinner on Blanc here in Dallas the day before. And that drive is gonna have me dead, and I may I may end day. up like showing up, yeah. But you got to get there dumb early, cause if not, yeah, then it's, it's stupid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like stupid to go anyway. So just leave at like five. I'm, oh, I might.
2: Yeah, just don't just don't drink at dinner on Blanc. Just take pictures. Focus yeah, on just your have
0: pictures. A wine. And white then you wine. leave at like four or we know five. know you like red, but just do a I little love white. It. I don't know. I'll see. I might go. My law school um, friends... I'm actually making a filter for my law school friends for uh, an alumni event It won't that work. Doing. The
2: service is not going to work.
0: It's not going <laughs> to yeah, be out there. It's not... Okay. going to be out there. It's going to be... It ain't going to work.
1: It's yeah, not. I was about to say, them cell phones are <laughs> not going to
2: work. No, no, no it's not going to be out there. Your it's geo gonna be, tag would not download to your phone. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not. It's
0: going to be the night before I believe. Oh, okay. Um, They're having like a fundraiser for Houston flood relief for Hurricane Harvey relief. So... I'm doing the filter for them. So I may go. I don't know yet, but it's it's on the list. But yeah, I'd be having a good time now that I'm an adult and like ain't in school no more because I ain't got no responsibilities. Right. So yeah, I'm coming so much fun. It'd be hella fun. I like seeing everybody That I ain't seen in years That's Correct. the that's for me Yeah Oh my god What you doing now girl Really know you don't Really like her But you just be trying To act like you like and her
2: And y'all friends On social media So you do Correct.
0: know What's going on Correct you <laughs> like all her pictures But you really don't Like her in person <laughs> <laughs> <how you> doing. <laughs> oh, What is you doing now and that's, She leaves That bitch ugly and I'm kidding I am not oh that petty god. I am joking I'm not that petty So
2: you wanted them
0: Except I am You
2: of them ways.
1: Don't do I'm just
0: that so am <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> that face justin just made like well it is what it is Don't do it. well my experience for homecoming the first year um i was at prairie view was probably kind of like yours justin okay, um because i was in the band and, uh, back then in the band, you didn't participate in homecoming activities. And like for PV, anybody that doesn't know, I seen this girl tweet the other day. I think Cara, you retweeted her or liked the tweet. And that's how I saw it because she was like, I had to stop talking to this guy cause he's 30 and he's hype about homecoming.
3: Oh and yeah. And the girl is I apparently like
1: in Dallas. And I was like, well, he might have went to Prairie View because homecoming at PV is like literally the week. Listen. Of festivities like they do something from sunday to saturday well because i was in the band our band director wasn't about that life like you're gonna stay in practice and you're not participating in any of that so i didn't get to do anything freshman year like but
0: you played in the game
1: at the game you played that at was the game it. and that was it but it was so intense because prairie view and houston are 30 miles apart in proximity mm-hmm. and You know, a lot of people stay in Houston after they graduate PV, right? Uh And so for anybody that knows the HBCU band, and shout out to Southern's band, Justin, Uh because they just... Put out a clip of them playing SZA the oh, weekend. Yeah. It was everything, and it was amazing. Yeah, they sound is. stupid. Dumb. Southern's band has always sounded great, but they always sounded one. If
2: other like band people think our band is really good,
1: oh they know because Southern's band is a masculine band. There are oh, okay. a lot of people in Southern band. I mean, a lot of people know that Southern didn't even have women in their band until like the early 2000s. Oh really? Like yeah, they barely had flute players. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Because it was yeah, it was strictly men. And so when you have yeah. that many men, you have a lot more lung power, power and so whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. Black bands they like to be loud. That's what it's all Correct. about. Yeah. So anyways, shout out to them because that clip was amazing. Yeah, but it was dope. A lot of people from Houston, you know, or that were at Prairie View, they stayed in Houston after Mm -hmm. they graduated. So Mm -hmm. it was intense because alumni like came back the whole week for practice. And then that Friday, that's when like everybody came in. So like people from out of town, everybody from Houston was still coming. And obviously that's the night before the game. Mm. So I think that night I probably marched hard as I have ever marched in my whole life because it was so intense and it was like you wanted to put on for For the people that were watching you. So you were
0: online low-key again. You were
1: low-key online. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like it, I mean, it really is like black bands are very intense and so it was just like that was my experience for homecoming. That was it. Like we well, went to like the it's game. Fun, though you know, it's fun. Like when we, you're like the after the fact. Yeah, <laughs> after fun. the fact. Yeah, but I mean, we didn't get to do what all the other freshmen were doing. Like they were coming back. They were going. PV used to have like this streaking night where people would streak what? yes like they used to have like fights uh, like food fights in the MSC which was the student center like we didn't get to do any of that like we were oh, at band okay, practice yeah. so I missed like all of that gotcha, type of yeah, stuff yeah. like the real college yeah. stuff yeah but baby when I came back as alumni for the first <laughs> time it was amazing listen P's I had just home moved home to is Atlanta. Crazy. yeah PV. Homecoming is stupid But I had just moved To Atlanta Maybe like Two months Before homecoming And You know I was on Facebook Stunting For <laughs> Not Duh. Back then it wasn't a gram Just like stunt for the stun Facebook for the gram. Um, I had my hair Freshly pressed You know You just graduated <laughs> You know what I'm saying I flew into homecoming Like I just really felt Like I was doing something And it was like That experience You was talking about like I would walk up to somebody Hey yeah how are you and and really just be like bitch you didn't even want to put me online but we're not gonna talk about that (laughs) right you know what i'm saying like so yeah do it for me justin yeah but that's what my first it was just like a stunting like the first homecoming back was like a stunt situation you was i was lit as hell you know what i'm saying like drunk what and I, I didn't get sick. Like, it was just a good time. It felt like being around family. What family I love evening. about
2: PV's homecoming is that, you know how at regular schools they tailgate and then after the game, everyone goes home? It's like the tailgate starts all over after the game. Oh, yeah. So people is partying at night after the game.
0: I saw the a video of night. it. I've never been. I've been told that I should go. You're you sure. have to go. But, yeah, I've, I've seen a video where y'all are tailgating at like 10 p.m. And I'm like, <laughs>
1: what the heck? Yeah, right. we be out there... Last homecoming I went to, my best friend went to sleep, woke back up. He went in somebody's RV, went to sleep, woke back up, and then started partying again. Like that's oh how long God. we were out there. So
2: I think I did talk about like Southern and their parties and how like they used to charge so much to get in their parties. I talk all that shit, and I just bought a hundred and twenty-five dollar ticket to go out Saturday night.
0: Let's see where?
2: It's a perfect ten party.
0: How do y'all do that?
2: So the guy rented out like a hangar, like where airports where airplanes like are stored. Mm -hmm. So he rented out a hangar and he's turning it into like a.
0: Where is it though? Is, it is I don't
2: know I have to show you the flyer But we got a section A oh, premium Oh that's
0: what y'all gotta say That's is, right But
2: I mean it's Perfect 10 So you know Perfect 10 Is gonna be like $50 At the minimum Oh yeah I know Perfect you know But they I'm parties saying? be litty though The parties be it's, ca- it's called Grown Coming So this is where all the alumni Go to okay. hang out So okay. you know
0: me I and like my that. clique Grown coming yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. me and my You know my clique
0: Me and my clique We bought yeah, a premium
2: bro. We bought a premium section Are you
0: 40? The, right? the fucking
2: section y'all I think was $1,500 dollars wow.
0: I mean, but it comes with four bottles okay oh, then okay it's okay. not bad right yeah, it's not terrible it comes
2: with four bottles and i'm like okay but it's i'm just saying i talk terrible. all that shit about how i used to spend so much money to like stunt while in college was, was broke as and fuck y'all still do and it. i did the exact same yeah, thing that so, I was that's
0: the about. Culture. you have coinage i do
2: but it's still the principal like think that's you
0: know, the culture of your school
1: though like y'all
2: I'm pretty sure none Dress of this up. money is going to the alumni, so actual alumni association. It's We're just—it's going to the promoter, yeah. you know. So it's
3: coming. on, it's going to be a good
1: time. It
2: will, and trust me, who will be looking like on
1: one a bag of money, looking
2: like a fucking bag of money, like a fucking smother piece of neck bone. <laughs>
1: Well, it's homecoming season for everybody. Have fun, be safe, yes, please make sure you eat all the food. um,
2: don't drink and drive, use Uber, spend that little forty dollars
1: yeah, drive. but that's what I'm saying. I don't know how y'all do that at Southern, like there's no way we could leave p v maybe maybe Southern is not that far from the city, but no, we couldn't yeah. leave p v and go to houston like go to somebody's house get dressed right. and then go to houston because it's just so far you like know, that's why yeah. we're on campus all night
2: correct so southern let's say southern is probably in oak cliff mm-hmm. we will be traveling from like oak cliff to uptown
1: oh okay yeah it's, it's, not, not, it's not yeah, it's not yeah you're it's not bad. going far yeah, at all no, yeah okay it's
2: maybe at most a 15 20 minute drive
3: correct, correct.
1: But it's okay. still
2: in the city. Like the southern is still in the city. It's just in the southern part, or I don't know, the northern part of the city. It
1: well, I have so many friends part, that went yeah. to Southern. So I'll be excited
0: to see y'all's pictures because uh, everybody's gonna look nice. I know I can't wait. Southern is hella fun though. Like the homecomings, do I will say I'm happy that I went there for law school. Although law school is not really a part of the undergrad campus, so it's mm-hmm. like half and half, black and white. Girl
2: is right across the street from the library,
0: right? But I'm saying it is very separate though. It's very separate. They make yeah, it a point to make it Yeah, because it's like a graduate program, I and mean, y'all
2: can't be mixed in with the kids. Yeah,
0: I, was about I know. To say but I think grad right?
1: programs, because I went to Clark, and people talk about how lit Clark is, and, and you, you know, never got to ex- Spelman and Morehouse and that experience. And I just was going to class, <laughs> right? <and going>
3: home,
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Or like, or I just, Christ Christ. I wanted the nigga experience, oh, and I didn't geez. get it, mm, you know. But, but got, I did get it. I get it at homecoming, the Negro.
1: The graduate programs at be like,
0: we're Negroes, Negroes. Yes. Okay.
2: Them graduate programs be like, "Fuck your homecoming, bitch. We have a test." No, they they literally literally be like, "We have
0: a test (laughs) tomorrow. I don't care what you' talking about. We got this test." So anyway,
3: speaking um, of the
0: Negro, speaking of the Negro. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Give me another high five. Speaking
0: of fried pickles and macaroni and cheese.
2: Listen, <laughs> Michelle is going to.
0: Oh, my God. If there was an award for segway. Segway, segway. Speaking of awards. <laughs> speaking of awards. <laughs> you I did it. for sure. the Cosign Awards Best Podcast in Dallas. So if you want to vote for us, you can vote for us five times per day. Five times, Shotty. Five times per day. If you go to www.cosignmag.com no, no, no. backslash Cosign Awards, vote for us for best podcast because what? We are the best podcast. Can
2: we put the link in our bio?
0: We're going to put the link in our bio and yeah. the link is already in our bio.
2: Hmm. But we're going to put it. our link tree.
0: It's on our link tree um so check us out and do y'all want to kind of give like a little spiel about wherever the best podcast? i think that might be like appropriate
2: yes so i'll say one thing um let's,
0: let's just also like let's, let's just let's say give one a thing. disclaimer let's give it a disclaimer no shade to any of the podcast of course
2: not no i mean no. It's, we're talking about our show with our listeners yeah I mean, we love it's, y'all. there's so no we're just shade be real. there. We're talking to our people. We're just going to So my, the, the one reason why I feel that we should get chosen for this award is because we've been posting every single week mm. Mm. on the exact same day that mm. we're supposed to air our show. Mm-hmm. And we have been committed, 100% committed to you guys and to ourselves through... Working our nine to fives, starting our own entrepreneur adventures, mm-hmm. and making sure that we deliver.
1: Traveling Tra- Let's talk about and amongst the, travel. the traveling,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on. We making sure that we're delivering for you guys, because there have been plenty of times which you guys don't really see in the background. There have been plenty of times where mics were thrown, <laughs> people were cussed out, <laughs> doors were slammed, <laughs> and we made it work. So um, um, I think for that alone. We should we should win this award. Thirty five, I mean thirty six shows in
0: episode thirty
1: six.
2: Thirty six shows in.
1: We have given y'all thirty six weeks. Think
2: about that. I've seen Michelle and Cara for thirty six (laughs) weeks.
0: Thirty six weeks.
2: They're like family. There
0: are only fifty two weeks in a year, so we're we're damn near at fifty two weeks. I can't
2: weeks. wait. Oh, baby, but twenty. Let me tell y'all right now, twenty eighteen. We getting some breaks. I'm just letting y'all know that right now.
0: <laughs> oh, we cutting <laughs> this season. We,
2: we gonna have it. seasons. We gonna have seasons. So <laughs> Okay, yeah. So I think we should win this award because we've been extremely consistent and we've been definitely putting our shows every week. So mm-hmm. kudos to us.
1: Me. Um, I'll make it light. I just think we're funny. The end. Like, if we're going to get serious. We're definitely going to give you a lot of variety. But the one thing you know is that you're going to laugh somewhere throughout the episode. Hell- I like that. I don't know if I was going to say
0: hell yeah or hello. hello. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it, was a, it was a mix. I wanted to say both, but I couldn't. Anyway, okay. no. How you
2: talk about childhood demons and still make people laugh? It still
0: make people laugh. Very which true. Which is deep. Very true. It's a gift. Very true. And also... I just want to say that I think, I will say, I think we're the longest running podcast in uh, Dallas.
2: I don't know about that.
0: No? No. Well, of the Let's nominated. Let's think of something else. Of the nominated.
2: Oh, of the nominated.
0: Um, y'all already stole mine. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I have know. another one. I honestly. I have another one. What's your other one?
2: Um, we are able to provide content that really helps our culture. I mean, we mm-hmm. put mental health at the forefront. We talk about our mental health. We talk about how education is extremely important. We talk about finances. how finances. We talk about how we need to seek out um our entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial mm-hmm. um goals and make it happen. I mean, we bring
0: think one on one, baby one on one. But we do it. And we're still hella funny at the same damn time. Exactly. So that's the or thing maybe that we ma- think
2: we're just funny, y'all. No, maybe We no, no. don't think we're funny. People think we're funny. No, I mean, what if it's just us? That, that might
0: be true. <laughs> but we wouldn't have hella followers and hella freaking listens. listens and hella what is it called when you go on iTunes and review reviews. us? Reviews, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're almost at a hundred <laughs> oh, reviews.
2: And we actually make an attempt to do photo shoots every season.
1: Literally, we you just know, we got did. done talking about this. Just so we can know, slay we just y'all. Just so y'all know, y'all are
0: going to be amazed. Honestly, your edges are going to be snatched
2: Beyonce is going to fly down and just come watch us take pictures. That's no, how... she's
0: going to be in.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> in the pictures.
2: Erica Badu is going to do Michelle's makeup. Oh. Michelle and Carl's makeup. <laughs> P Diddy is going to give me a lineup. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> Nas is going <laughs> to give that lineup I'm with the belt. <laughs> Nah, y'all.
0: Baby dating um, number four. <laughs> Real talk though. We're just honestly extremely grateful to be amongst the nominated. Um, just kind of as a tidbit, we were the people's choice, which means we had the most nominations of all of the podcasts that were nominated. So kudos to us. Let's just give ourselves Yay. a hand clap for that. Um, and also I just I I really and just want to thank Cosign magazine. First and foremost, for even having this event, I think it's a dope idea. It's super dope. It's a dope idea to highlight all creatives in Dallas, as well as... Just black people in general. I think that we always need to praise ourselves, correct. not only for being black, but for being dope and black,
1: yeah. I'm excited to sit in the room with the other creatives, like there are people on there, like beauty stylists,
3: bloggers uh, bloggers,
1: mm-hmm. um, music producers, art, you know, like music artists. I'm just ready to sit in the room with them and just. Basque in all of the
0: artistry for the culture. I love the term bask.
2: Basque. It's very sexy. It's a
0: great word. I think so. What else you got to say?
2: Anyways, please (laughs) go vote for us at cosignmag.com slash cosign awards and nominate us. You can do it five times a day, correct? Yes,
0: five times a day.
2: Yeah, so go help us out, y'all. It would be great for us to have uh an award when our first does voting
0: year. end i think it's october
2: um it ends october on 16th. october 16th at 11 59 so yeah
0: so keep getting those five votes per day and we're gonna continue to remind you on every episode as well as on social media and if you don't follow us on social media you can follow us on all social media platforms that's at millennial love it's M I L L E. N N I A 3 on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all that jazz. So now that we're done promoting ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) How you
2: you plug yourself for 10 minutes.
0: Speaking of (laughs) black people.
2: I'm excited about this show, by the way.
0: This is a really good show, guys. We've been kind of this is like one of the ones that we have talked about a long time ago that we've been dying to discuss um, And this is light and dark and skin and
2: dark skin, beautiful, milky skin, <laughs> melanin <laughs> skin,
0: melanated,
2: melanated
0: skin and how it has divided our culture
2: or tries to
0: attempts to. Um. So as you know, you two right now, <laughs> I <cracking me up. laughs> can't we, right. we keep saying synonyms of the same right. word. The same word. It tries Rocks to attempt attempts attempts to,
2: to <laughs> melanated milky
0: chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> okay.
2: so us how you really fucking you feel. You see,
0: this
2: is
0: why I don't fuck with it. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> you Sorry, know I when. Can't. Whenever I try to get really deep on my episodes, I have to talk about the history behind why we are the way that we are as it relates to the topic. So today's topic is light skin and dark skin, and I'm just going to briefly talk about where it comes from, why it's divisive and how it became divisive, etc. So, I think most black people know about the whole master slave relationship which created a mixed race child which created the house nigga. We all know about house nigga versus field nigga. Still nigga. Still nigga. Okay? Nigga nigga. Um <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, with light-skinned people back in back in slavery days, okay, y'all. Gonna... <laughs> okay,
3: sorry. sorry,
0: okay. Um, whenever master and slave had a child, that child was mostly in the house. They ate better food. They were taught how to read and write. They had many privileges that were afforded to only freed and white people. Um, dark-skinned people were the, appos- the absolute opposite. So they remained in the field. They were mistreated, et cetera. Um, and so what masters back in slavery times did was use skin color as a tool to divide slaves. So they would create a, a huge division by saying that, hey, you light-skinned slave— if you tell me everything that the dark-skinned slave is doing wrong, I will give you X, Y, Z reward. And so that would turn slaves against one another. Even though they had the same plight, they would they would hate each other because of their skin color. Um, even going deeper than that, history itself has been written to strongly favor European predominance and to downplay black eminence. And so if you read any sort of history book... When they talk about slavery, it's one paragraph, maybe even two sentences versus when they talk about when Christopher Columbus came over and discovered, in quotes, America. So you have to think about the fact that white people and white privilege has been praised and put on a pedestal for our entire lives. And so whenever we get to slavery and beyond slavery, even when we talk about the civil rights movement, even when we talk about the black pride movement in the seventies and the eighties, the residue of the house nigga versus the field nigga still divided us. Um, And so what has happened is as we, as black people, we've internalized all of those, those divisions. Mm -hmm. We have kind of pushed it toward mainstream media and so now we believe, and I, I don't say we, I say we loosely, meaning black people and people in general have learned that there's an assumption that lighter, lighter skinned people means that they're better, means that they're more polished, means that they're more privileged. No matter what my accomplishments uh, or what their accomplishments are, a dark brown skinned individual will kind of be at a disadvantage. So yeah, it has been ingrained in us as a people to pit one pit each other against each other based on our our different skin tones. And so the question that we really want to answer today is why the fuck does it matter in 2017. So, I kind of want to play a little game. Oh, justin doesn't want to play the game he wanted me to cut the game out but i think the game is a good game are y'all ready
2: sure let's go
0: (laughs) that was so fake no
2: that was genuine okay genuine
0: okay so just to kind of i guess draw the line in the sand without being a little biatch Justin, you're Mm dark-skinned, and Michelle is also Mm dark-skinned, and I am light-skinned, okay? When you guys see a light-skinned person, what's the first thing that you think? Go. They're probably not all black. Mm. Go.
2: I'm trying to see what I really
0: think, y'all. I'm sorry. That they
2: think they're all that.
0: Okay. When I see a dark-skinned person... I automatically think That they're gonna have An issue with me
3: hmm.
1: Oh I don't get to answer That question too You already you answered it I thought I was gonna answer The first thing I see A dark skin person
0: uh, Oh You wanna answer that yeah. Go ahead yeah. They all black
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait a minute <laughs> Justin
2: For um, <laughs> that real
0: that, That's what I think
2: They probably asked you What I mean I really don't I, That's the, why I didn't wanna Play this game The
0: first <laughs>
3: <laughs> the first thing
0: I think about when I think of another light-skinned woman is that she
2: hmm yeah what do you think Yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you should have prepared no to be, no, no, to be like...
0: honest I think that she might be related to me <laughs> is
3: that stupid really yes, that isn't that is, stupid? Stupid. <laughs> is that <laughs> stupid
0: alright
3: so that
2: was the first and last question of this game we're gonna continue to move on with this episode <laughs>
0: So we're gonna talk about stereotypes, obviously, because that's what the whole light skin, dark skin debate is about. All of the stereotypes Correct. that are a part of that have permeated our entire lives. So not only with dating, but with with jobs, um, with friendships, with trustworthiness, with whether somebody works hard or not. I think that those I think that colorism has permeated that in that our entire sphere of our lives. So mm-hmm. firstly what are some dark skin stereotypes that you have either experienced personally, or that you have heard about dark skinned people?
2: Well, for dark skinned men, we are probably very aggressive. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't we can't show our uh, true feelings. We can't. We're not in tune with our emotions. Mm, okay, we're like protectors, and that's the only. Thing that we provide.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. I <clears throat> I think I've heard some of those same things, like more dangerous. A darker man is more dangerous. Um, or that they have a big dangling. I was just about yeah. to say a mandingo. Sick. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: a or, mandingo. Yeah, or that they're like strong or from the hood. Like
2: Correct. From the hood is a, a hood very is a common one. one.
0: Yeah. From the hood is a good one. Yeah. Uh so stereotypes about black men for me is yeah, that they, they can fuck really well. That they're all like porn stars. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, the aggressive thing, that they're all really aggressive and and um take charge, that whole thing. And also that that they know how to work, that they're hard workers. Hmm. Like physical labor hard workers though. Mm. Not like blue collar. Yeah, not like go to the office and like type papers. I'm talking about like go cut wood and and lay out lay down railroad tracks workers. Is mm. that stupid? No, <laughs> that's
2: I mean, what they, I've heard. Yeah, no, it's not I don't I mean, I'm there with you. Come on. What about but light skinned folks? But black so, I mean, can we go dark, dark skinned skin women?
0: women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go dark skin um, women.
2: Um so dark skinned women, like they get their hair done every week. <laughs> And the reason why I say that, well, it's probably black women. Period. Let me just be thinking of something real serious. Well, dark skinned women, yeah, they they hair is a focus. I was about to they say just,
1: that they're they nappy headed.
2: Yeah, well,
1: that's and I, that's a stereotype. Yeah, yeah. that dark skinned women are nappy headed and angry
3: as, or have as, attitudes. As attitude. yeah,
1: yeah. Um, or they from the hood too.
2: Hold her baby daddy down forever.
1: (laughs) Or (laughs) body images, because I've said this before, but you and I kind of have like the opposite thing, Cara, but most darker women have body, like Mm -hmm. booty and boobs. And, And they, to me, like when it, especially when we're talking about slavery, that is why the slave master was going after Mm -hmm. the slave because of her body. And, you know, so like dark skin women were put like in this stereotypes that they had very, uh, what's the word
0: I'm looking for? Voluptuous. Bodies. Right. Mm -hmm. Versus the Mm -hmm. opposite. For me, the first thing that comes to mind is mean. Mm. Um, it's stereotypical that, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but a lot of the dark skinned women that I have encountered personally have been mean to me just off the strength of. So, is that a stereotype or is that how you feel? Yeah, I feel like it's a stereotype as well. I think it goes into the attitude thing. So, you're
1: saying that they play into the stereotype? Yes. Or that I believe the stereotype, that. you believe that the stereotype is true.
0: No, I believe that I have experienced truth in this stereotype, but I don't necessarily believe the stereotype is true. Oh, so you that have
2: experienced sense. a dark skinned girl that was you mean, mean. Okay. right?
0: And but that's a stereotype as well that I've heard. Correct. Um, I mean, okay. <laughs> I don't know another. <laughs> I don't know another stereotype outside of the ones that y'all y'all have already said. What um, about
2: uh, uneducated?
0: I've never heard that. Me either. Or I've never. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? It was
2: just like, it was too serious. It was too serious. <laughs> a... It was a joke. It was too serious.
0: Yeah, I've never heard that one. That made that
3: me
2: laugh. I <laughs> like,
0: what? I've never heard that one. Um, I actually have heard, actually not heard. I think another stereotype of dark-skinned women is that they're jealous of light-skinned women. And of the alleged privilege that light-skinned women have.
2: Why do you say allege as if it's Because I don't there. think it's true.
0: Really? And we'll talk about it later. But Okay, I, well, I, let's.
2: Yeah, come on. Let's
0: go. I don't think it's true. Okay. What are some stereotypes about light-skinned people? Um, Women. Or start with men.
2: Uh, men that they're crybabies. They're very emotional.
0: Soft. Weak. <laughs> <laughs> they take
2: pictures the same. The light-skinned squint. You know, they smile. Oh, my
0: gosh. And Y'all also smile. I mean, that's what
2: I've heard.
3: It was, um, it was on Everybody
2: Hates Chris. Like the light skin brother was like, you know, the pretty
0: boy. Oh, he really was. That was that. No, that's a good, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, I think that's the only stereotype I know. Yeah, about they light soft. When they soft, or they just pretty boys. Yeah. Whatever.
2: And to that, brown skin boys are more athletic.
0: hmm
2: Yeah, they They have to know how to play sports. You have to know how to play football or basketball.
0: That's a good point.
2: Um, but for light skin, um what about relationship wise? I know that there could be They're emotional. They're cheaters. Oh, they are cheaters.
0: That's what I think. When I think of a light skinned man, I think of a cheater. Mm. Hmm. I think, I, I feel like stereotypically dark skinned <laughs> You probably skinned,
2: understand that privilege. No, I'm just like.
0: <laughs> stereotypically dark skinned men are more faithful. That is not the truth. <laughs> I think to. It, from my perspective, Experience. No, 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 no. Right. I'm thinking of niggas stereotypically,
1: yeah. No, yeah, niggas, no. niggas, <laughs> niggas gonna nick. Will. I think dark skinned men. I mean, look at the football players and basketball players. Ninety-two percent of them. Look at
0: Kevin Hart. Short black ass. He's <laughs> that's
2: diffing.
0: money, though. Yeah, that's different. I'm they talking about a, be the ones with I'm the money. Regu- no, no, no. I'm talking about a regular nigga on the street. That live next door to you. You believe that Tyrone...
2: Hell yeah. Is a cheater? My nigga, you just said they know how to put it down in the bedroom.
1: Right. So they're going to have the
2: They host. up there slamming, slamming in
1: Mandingo all over the place. And it would probably hate, be little as a pinky. I hate the term. Man. Those are good stereotypes. I
2: mean, those are <laughs> true it. stereotypes, but I, I really... This, ugh, they're
0: they're just stereotypes. Bought, I hate, okay, light-skinned so. nice women.
2: Um, That...
1: I mean, I think Carl, you've said a stereotype before our experience at Quill, that they're uh what's the word I'm looking for? Not materialistic, but like needy or Yeah, um, needy. Um you have to cater you be to be catered them. to. Yeah. Um, and then a stereotype that men give them is that they're more attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or that they
0: have long hair. Or
2: that they're nice nicer than darkest skin, dark skinned girls or
0: yeah um <clears throat> what's another thing well see they
1: use that in a positive way because most men say stop acting light-skinned because they'll say like light-skinned women have attitudes with them but when they say that a dark-skinned woman has attitudes it's like an angry person mm-hmm. So they'll say that light skinned women have attitudes, but it's like a cute thing for them. Like, oh, it's cute because she got an attitude, so she acting light skinned Versus if a dark skinned girl has an attitude, that means she's an angry person.
2: But what about like for female relations, female friendships?
0: We think we all that. They say we think we're. But all what men. about so we're, as, we're as women? We think we're better than people. But
2: so when bl- light skinned women don't have like that nice whereas the dark skin girl may be sassy so do the do the light skin girl come be, uh, i it's guess it's like we're sassy but it's
0: not negative like she okay. was saying okay. like they like the fact oh, that we're okay. sassy mm-hmm. oh. as a stereotype um yeah that we think we're all that that we think we're better than people in general not just black people but just people in general um we think we're prettier Um, everybody that I say, oh, I'm Greek. They're like, oh, you're automatically AK just because I'm light skin. Um, literally automatically. I'm like, I mean, just, I mean, I'm not an AK. Literally.
2: Do you think it, do you, have you thought of, have you thought of that as well in the past before you became AK?
3: No,
0: I did not become, nobody else in my chapter is light skin but me. That was a thing though, right? Back in the day, long test. time. I didn't even know about the brown paper bag test until I crossed AKA. Mm. The, the lady that made me want to be an AKA was dark skinned. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it had nothing to do with light skinnedness for me. Gotcha. Right. Um, but people legitimately are just like, oh yeah, you're an AKA. I'm like, that has nothing to do with the fact that I'm light skinned, but it's automatic, that automatic stereotype. Yeah. Um, yeah. So outside of <laughs> outside of stereotypes, um, I think that we've all experienced, I can say all, but Michelle and I for sure, because I think that the colorism goes a little bit deeper when it comes to women, women than it does with men um, as it relates to women. So women on women, women on men but with men it doesn't really relate not sexually i'm not saying it it like that. I'm not saying it like that i'm not trying to make this show funny they die no i'm think i'm saying that as if as far as relationships go i think that the colorism really permeates female relationships with each other as well as the dating relationships with females and men um when it comes to men on men relationships friendships rather i don't think it takes yeah, much of a toll no, yeah so no because men thinks everything is funny but
1: <laughs> they are the one men think everything men think you said it right is <laughs> men think everything is everything is funny that's why the whole team light skin team dark skin that came from men because they think it's funny like, oh, I'm team dark skin, LeBron. Oh, I'm team light skin, Steph Curry. Like, that came from men. Like, uh, that I don't hear a lot of women say that. Team light skin, team dark skin, that sounds kind of stupid. I
0: think it's because it means... I don't even remember so. whenever that came it up. It has so many... It Is has it on
2: social media?
1: yeah. I think, I think like skin two, tone as it
0: relates to women has such a negative connotation that we don't joke about it.
1: Right. That's what I'm thinking. Because saying. we're always. So all
2: black women don't joke about skin tone. No.
0: I never joke about it. I don't
2: it. know. I'll be seeing some, you know.
0: I don't joke about it. Now if, like, my boyfriend has posted some sort of meme that's like, if your girlfriend's light skinned, wears glasses, and has big titties, she's evil or something like that. Oh, okay. But I don't play into that. I don't joke about skin color. I don't make it into memes or anything like that. Because for me, it, it, it literally permeates who I am. Like It permeates how I interact with people of different skin tones. It permeates what mm. I discuss with people of different skin tones. I have a best friend, shout out to Claudine, who's Jamaican. And her skin is really dark, and it's to me, it is absolutely beautiful. I think she has, like, her skin looks like a chocolate bar. But I don't talk or joke about skin tone or anything having to do with me being light skin or her being dark-skinned in her presence, because I already know that it's a sensitive topic, not only for her, but just in general as it comes to women. Like, it's just become so divisive, mostly with women, and I think you'll touch on this, Michelle, but as it relates to men, men make put light skinned women on a on a pedestal somewhat, and it's almost right. as if. If a dark-skinned woman is pretty, it's a phenomenon. Like, oh, my God, she's pretty and she's dark-skinned. Yeah, you're
2: pretty for a dark skin girl. Right.
0: right. And I don't understand that because to me, I, like, low-key want to have dark skin. I think dark skin is beautiful. I want to tan because I want to be dark-skinned. But I feel like dark-skinned women don't feel like I feel that way.
2: So do you think it's a type of people that, what do you mean? That, that really buy into all of this? What do you mean? Like, for instance, like, l- I would, I mean, I would, I would think a woke black person wouldn't. Well, give they in just to woke that.
1: up. They just woke up like two, three years ago. <laughs> Negroes example, been sleep you know, for a long like, time. Sleep, not sleep, I mean, sleep. I, I mean, <laughs> so,
2: I, I see it most with athletes where, you know, you have, you know, our rappers, our people who are in the entertainment business, you know. Is I mean, I don't want to call them dumb, but it's like they're like one track mind people. You know, all they know is that. And so I think it's forming like their lifestyles, unfortunately, is forming our culture a little. But at the same time, we we get the sharp end of the sticks because we're affected by their images.
0: I don't think it's just that, though. I know I, I don't necessarily think it's just that. I don't I, I'm not going to say that it's not that's not a part of it. But I think that the bigger issue is that it has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. Because even
1: in during the civil rights movement, um, a lot of the people that were used in the forefront were of lighter complexion than people that were sitting and doing mm-hmm. some of the same things that others did. But yeah. because they were light, you know, I had a professor in... At PV, tell the story about um, Martin Luther King being a colorist and saying like he would not use people that were of darker complexion because Mm -hmm. um, of what white people would think. And he was trying to make them more comfortable when it came to the face of the movement. And even if you look at TV, um, Mm -hmm. what's her name? Dorothy Dandridge. Um, What's this other lady's name? Uh, she was also on TV. She's an older lady. Oh, I can't think Is of her Ellis, name right now. Ellis
0: Fitzgerald. No. no, she was dark. She was dark. I think dark skin.
1: Um, but if you look at them, when, when it comes to like back in those days, the people that made the way or mm-hmm. paved the yeah. way, we only see women of lighter complexion. Mm-hmm. And even the movie. Um, They came out about the astronauts. Jesus, what's the name of this movie?
2: Um, Hidden Figures.
1: Hidden Figures. Um, I had this conversation with somebody, a friend of mine and somebody else, and um, I was just telling them that I get tired of always seeing stories about lighter women that paved the way for everything. Like, so you mean to tell me that there were no women that were darker, that were smart, and that, you know opened up doors for our culture there are but they're not going to highlight them they only highlight lighter women and i was telling this and the girl that was there was like oh you sound angry and then she was like i think you need to see a therapist and my what? friend he was like yeah that's what my friend and he was like girl don't nobody need to see the therapist it's like real <laughs> and he's lighter he's he's a very bright person but he was agreeing with me he was like that's all we see is that lighter women but then you can go back and you can look at like men that paved the way and you're gonna see light men dark men whatever you know Sidney Poitier with his white wife and you're gonna see you know what I'm saying ha- Harry Belafonte and he's light like that you're gonna see several variations of colors when it comes to the movement for black people in men but when it's women name a dark-skinned woman Besides Nina Simone and the way they play her with Zoe Zaldano was sad.
0: My Angelou,
1: she's not dark. Yes, she is. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I
0: don't. I mean, I don't think she's light.
2: She's not dark. She's not dark. What about what, what about the lady? Um, I can't think of her name. Ugh. <laughs> Underground Railroad.
1: Harriet Tubman.
2: Her. <laughs> Sorry. Her.
3: Wow, well, I just lost well, my train of
0: thought. Well, also in Hidden Figures, uh, I don't remember her name either, but the dark skinned lady that played <laughs> I, I never knew her name. She always be the mama or the auntie on like all the black movies. Go back and look at the real characters.
1: I'm not talking I mean, not they're not even characters, they're real women.
0: Oh, well, one of the real women was like super light. I don't know if all of them are the main, yeah. the character, the was man, the main character was yeah. she was like mixed, hmm. look like.
1: Yeah. And that's what I was saying. I was in in that conversation with those people. I was saying that the woman, if you go back and look at pictures of her now, she looks like a white woman. Like, she looks like an older white woman. She doesn't look black. And that's the, the point I was making was that we always see those stories. But where are the stories for? And when I say the stories, I mean, we can name people Harriet Tubman, but where's... The respect yeah, the actual, for them when yeah. it comes to, like, putting them on TV or putting them in the forefront, mm. they don't get the same respect.
0: Mm. I don't necessarily know if they get the same. They don't get the same respect. They don't. They play Nina Simone like not. a fool with Zoe Zaldana. Okay, that movie was... The, I haven't seen that, but that was ridiculous, the fact that they played Zoe Zaldana. I don't necessarily know, though, that... Um. I mean, what about now? You have, you know, Michelle
1: Obama. I'm not talking about them on TV now. I was talking about the movement.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. We're um, we're obviously
1: making strides now, but yeah. I'm talking about like the fact that we were talking about what has perpetuated this, yeah, to where it is now, and that perpetuated it generation
0: from generation. Correct. They praised lighter women, correct? Mm-hmm.
2: Most definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think it was um, a tool to make white people more comfortable because think about, you know, I mean, in order to maneuver in, in any sort of realm as it relates to entertainment, as it relates to civil rights, as it relates to getting anything done in the midst of white people. Back in those days, you had to make them feel comfortable in order to to say, you know, or let them say yes Keep going, yeah. you know, and so you. Not saying that it was right by any means, but it was the right choice for them at the time, mm-hmm. because it made white people feel okay about what was happening, um, especially because the people that they were putting to the forefront looked more like Susan and Connor, versus you know Quanisha and Jerome. Um, do you Lena Horn? That's what I was trying to say. Lena earlier. Horn. Lena Horn. Okay, well, kind of getting into more specific questions. I know, Michelle, you had some questions for me as a light-skinned woman that you wanted to ask.
1: Okay. Well, I want to say that my, um, I guess, plight with the issue of complexion and colorism is more so with men. Mm -hmm. Because I haven't ran into a lot of issues with light-skinned women now when i talk about the situations it's obviously going to be because i feel like men put like you said earlier women of lighter complexion on a pedestal Mm -hmm. so when i discuss things i'm obviously going to say the light-skinned woman but my issue isn't with the lighter woman my issue is with the men that have continued to Perpetuate this and make it an actual issue. Mm -hmm. So the questions I'm asking are based on what men have said y'all feel. Okay. Or what men have, where men have placed y'all. Okay. Okay. So the first question is, do women of lighter complexion
0: feel superior to darker women? No, absolutely not we actually want y'all to see us as equals when it comes to a man do
1: you feel like you are more superior to that's where my questions are coming from At, when it comes to dating you mean not even
0: dating just being um like in a club feel,
2: like in a certain mo- like, right, like in like, the clubs do you feel that guys
0: no i don't I don't. I think that
1: I I don't
2: know if that's where you're trying to come from. That's what I'm
1: trying to not not that you specifically want to date them or they want to date you just more so of how they look at you. Men. I actually
0: don't. I think personally, um, I think. okay. so the answer as it relates to all light skinned women. Yes, I do believe light skinned women feel that way. Personally, I don't feel that way. I think that men may look at me more favorable because I'm thick. I say black men. Black men may look at me more favorable because I'm thick, not because I'm light-skinned.
1: So you feel like if you were thick and dark,
0: you would still get the same play that you get now? I think so. Okay. Now, do light-skinned women feel that way altogether? No. I think that a lot of light-skinned women feel like, we are put. We believe that we're on a pedestal, and we use that to our advantage. Okay. Okay. As light skinned women, overall. Okay. Um.
2: This is good. I like how. I don't what have are to your really feelings
1: <laughs> when it comes to that? So you've identified that most of them, yes, they feel that way. But what are your feelings about it when it comes to men identifying light skinned
0: women as more attractive? Um, my feel, it's difficult for me to say because all of the women in my family are light skinned. And so that's what I grew up around. The only person that I grew up around that was not light skinned was a person that I don't like. <laughs> so that's, that's a difficult, it sounds really bad, but say the
2: only person that you said, the like only that.
0: person I grew up with that's dark skinned <laughs> is somebody that I don't like. Mm. And I don't dislike her because she's dark-skinned. I dislike her because she's a horrible person. And she just happens to be dark-skinned. So it's difficult for me to say my feelings on it. Um, In in high school, I resented dark-skinned women because I felt as if they, not even felt, I knew that they disliked me. Maybe not just because I was light skinned, but for various reasons. So this question is coming from a place of if a man was sitting in
1: front of you and Mm -hmm. they said light skinned women are more attractive, how would you feel? Would you feel like
0: Oh, go ahead, sorry. Would you feel like, oh, well that's their issue or would you have an issue with him saying that? I would have an issue with him saying that. And I would probably say like, what what do you mean by that? What does that mean? You know, and, and I think most of the men that I've dated don't have a preference, preference for light or dark skinned women. So I've never really had to have that conversation with somebody. Mm. Usually if I date somebody, they've dated, like I don't really have a type. So most of the men that I have dated don't really have a type either. So I've never had that conversation. Like they've been like, I only date light skinned women or I only date dark skinned women. Mm -hmm. Um, I would probably have an issue with that because I have friends that are dark skinned that I believe are beautiful. So I would be like, how does that? I would ask something to the effect of how does someone's skin color determine their beauty? Mm. Mm. Um, Justin, how do you feel about that? I mean, do you think that way?
1: As a man of darker complexion, do you feel like women are more attractive when they're light? No. No. And if you hear a man say that, like, what would you say in response, or do you have a response, or is it just kind of like you're an
2: idiot? Like, I would automatically class him as an idiot. Okay. That's, I mean, and I think for me is because, you know, I was raised with, quote unquote, high yellow and dark skin. You know, so like, I mean, it's just it's a it's a norm for me. Mm -hmm. You know what. our culture face So for me, it's just like, dude, you're an idiot, like a complete idiot. Um, However, I do feel like maybe to that, to the state, his statement, there are light skin idiots who really stand in that privilege and think that, Mm. you know, they really use it. And they, it does make it, even though, even though they don't want to admit it in their minds, it makes them superior to brown skin or dark skin, Females are people, period. Right.
1: Okay. Well, the next question is, um, do women of lighter complexion truly empathize with women of dark, darker complexion because of the ignorance society eludes, or do you counter with your own issues with I colorism? Under, I don't understand the question. So if somebody says, um, you know, They make a comment like, it's harder for a dark-skinned woman. Do you say and do you empathize and say, yes, it is? Or do you say,
0: well, we have our own issues too. Like, we have this and we have that. I believe we do have our own issues. So, yeah, my answer is, I guess, the latter. That you counter Mm -hmm.
1: with what your issues are. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um. I kind of have a second to that, but we'll get into that later. The last question is, do you feel like you have to overcompensate your blackness or attention to black matters because of your lighter
0: complexion? Absolutely. So that is real. Yes. I feel like I'm always having to, to, um, what's the word I'm looking for. I always have to overcompensate for my blackness when I'm around other black people.
1: So, since you answered the question in which i think i'm just going to give like my personal experience and like my opinion mm-hmm. that most light skinned people overcompensate like I, sometimes i just be wanna use like justin's louisiana slang come on shay like <laughs> okay we get it you know what i'm saying because it's, i can see the overcompensation with a lot of things i see a lot of people on Social networks is one person that comes to mind. And I just, some of the posts, I just be like, oh, okay, like you are black. You do not have to prove. I don't
0: think that you have to prove that you're black because you're lighter. You don't think that. But black society thinks that. If we didn't post like that, it would be like, oh, you don't really think you black. You light like skin. Blah, 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 I have experienced both sides of that coin.
1: Wow. And the
0: shit is dead. Like, if I, like, I'm always literally, I'm either white girl, you damn near white. Like, you don't know what we've been through. You're damn near white. Your parents are light skinned. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, I am always having to prove that I'm black to black people. Mm. Mm. Always. But I'm still a nigga to white people. I am always having to prove my blackness. My hair is curly. Oh, you're not all the way black. I'm like, my parents, both my parents are black. Like, I'm always having to prove that I'm not white to black people. And I'm always having to, not always having to, but black people think I'm black because I'm a nigga. Like, I'm a nigga to all white people, but I'm white to black people. Hmm. And it is the most frustrating shit ever. Having to go through life pretending. Can I? Sorry, girl. No, no no no. Having to go through life pretending like you give a fuck about some stuff just so you can fit in with the black people really? that are the people that are supposed to be your people.
2: So I have a question and not not to challenge what you're saying, no, no, but no, just ahead. so I can understand like at, can you does it still happen like right now as an adult you mm-hmm. still feel that way? Mm-hmm. And who is making you feel that way? Cuz no, I would feel that or I would assume that something happened. For you to probably react in that way, but to continuously react in that way is like, is it a thought or is something really there that is causing you to react in that way? I mean, y'all make jokes all
0: the time. Not that y'all do it deliberately at all. I'm not like y'all say like, oh, you're 30 percent black or white or whatever, like. I'm just saying that is that goes into it. I'm not saying that I'm mad at y'all for that, no, but it's just
1: it's just a thing. It's like, like <laughs> what
0: people say. Like you're not all the way black. You but got we 30% didn't start white. saying that until
1: you told us that it was 33 percent from
0: yeah, putting your spit in the n- thing that's and then not, no, there no, have been <laughs> that's no for not real. The first I didn't know you were 33 percent no, white know, until you okay. Well, not x out the yeah, 33 percent white let's part. Get, but even despite maybe maybe because not it, y'all, I can't give a specific example outside of the thirty whatever percent white. But literally, all of my black friends would be like, "Oh, Car the white girl. She's white." I mean, they do it to my friend Rachel too. The one that. So
2: off. okay, so I'm like asking, yes, that probably has happened it, no, to no, you no, before. It happens
0: in twenty seventeen to
2: you. To the me. people that your friends—they not
0: just my friends. Oh, okay. Not just my friends.
2: That's, that's, I mean, like, I mean. People it's, I
0: have had debates with before. Like, how do you know? You're a third white or you look white or your parents are light, You have light eyes. So your hair is let curly. Let me ask you this.
2: Are you proving yourself, proving your blackness more around black people or yes. proving your blackness more around?
0: Oh, wa- Around black people. Hmm. Around white people. I am a nigga just like you. Just like the darkest of the dark. I am a nigga. I am not white, therefore I am a nigga.
2: And the reason why I say this and not to like No, I'm not I, like, I'm not taking it it's just it. like I feel like some of this, like some of the like colorism stereotypes, like light skin, dark skin, we have to be honest with ourselves and really ask ourselves, is it an insecurity or is this really something that I'm being challenged by oh yeah yeah, ostracized and i don't feel like i'm
0: ostracized i don't want like i think ostracized is a very like strong term Mm -hmm. ostracism is not what i feel like is happening to me i feel like what has happened and what continues to happen is that people uh deflect the internal issues that they have either with being dark skin or with being light skin. But that's what Justin is
1: saying you're doing. So I think that it may be a little bit of both is that you're internalizing something and then those people are responding to their insecurities because um. I think what he's saying is that something has happened to you previously mm. that makes you feel like you have, you have to, to con- you at 30 that you have to overcompensate for mm. your blackness. So something has happened before is what he's saying.
0: And what I'm and saying is yeah, what I'm or, saying, yeah. saying I'm is, it, yeah. is something happened before and mm. something happens in 2017. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like. I mean, I'm I, I'm trying to think of a specific example. Can but do you, you not feel you, like you I'll, do it? That I do what? Like you've said stuff about
1: like, I have these European lips. So that's for me is like, when, if you can joke about it and other people can't, it's almost like there's an underlying issue with it. Because
0: you just like they will do it, you do it to yourself. As a defense mechanism to go ahead so and point th- a out. A defense
1: mechanism means but that I'm pointing an underlying.
0: Out, no, I don't necessarily believe that. I think that I'm say I'm pointing out my white features so that when y'all say it, it doesn't sting me as were work- as mm. bad. Okay.
1: For me. If I need to be defensive before something happens, that means that there's an underlying issue that that has happened or has affected me to feel like I need to deviate from whatever somebody else is going to say to make me feel OK.
0: Yeah, because it's happened before and it's happening now. It's happened my entire life.
1: Right. So it that's why I'm saying that it's a little bit of both <laughs> is that it could be defense mechanism for you with an underlying issue and then the insecurity of somebody else and so both sides are still fighting to this day and that's what the whole episode is about is like why are we still doing this now like this doesn't even make sense in 2017 to still have to overcompensate for your blackness when you're lighter or to make light of somebody's racial,
0: um, interracial, you know, being. I feel like I agree to a certain extent. I feel like if I did not, and I won't even say I feel like it has happened where if I am silent or am not as loud as someone else, someone has said, oh, well, of course you're not doing it because you like skin." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. So it's like, I can't win. It's so like, you either, have to do it. It's either I don't say anything and I'm light skinned and you're acting white because you're, you're acting like you're white family, or I am over the top and it's like, okay, Carl, you're black. Okay, we get it. We can't win. So
2: I have a question mm-hmm. for Michelle is, mm-hmm. it, uh, is it kind of sort of the same with you where where Cara may speak out more just so she can seem black you may not speak out more in terms of your quote-unquote aggressiveness because i think you mentioned one time where you were at work and it's like you know they want me to react in this way and i could be wrong or you hold back your aggression because you don't want to be stereotyped as
1: the angry black woman correct right because i feel like when you talk about the angry black woman i don't know about anybody else but the image goes to a dark-skinned woman and like when they they put pictures or whatever, whoever plays the angry black woman in a movie, she's going to be dark. And so when I have conversations with people, especially in settings with white people, um, I tend to be less open and um, interactive in the conversation because when I speak, I speak very passionately. Right. And so just like that girl, when I had the conversation and and I just I found out she was delusional anyways. But when I had that conversation. um, I am speaking in my passion. She were like, oh, you sound angry. You need therapy. So I feel like you like I'm damned if I do. I'm damned if I don't. If I speak about it, because I obviously am a passionate person. When I speak about something that I care about, it's going to sound to someone else, maybe like it's aggressive, but it's not aggressive. It's just passionate. But I'm mine is never gonna be passion. It's always gonna be aggression because I'm dark. And so when you see it darker, you automatically think more angry than. But it's not about I'm not angry about it. I'm just talking. This is when I talk about something that I care about, I'm passionate. Versus if there was a lighter woman that was talking about. Whatever I'm talking about. And she's just as loud as I am. She's not angry. She's passionate. Like, you can't win. There is no winning in conversation when you talk about things. Mm. For me. And especially when I'm in a room with white people. I don't want to give them that. So.
0: I'm just confused as to why... It's even being perpetuated in 2017. Why do, especially in light of what's happening right now in politics, just generally the, the, the undertones of America right now are, we're pitting white against black. Even in the midst of that fight, to you know against white supremacy we have our own divisions within our own race yeah. as it relates to who's lighter skin and who's darker skin and the shit is stupid but i, think
2: it- but I feel like it's stupid but we all have our insecurities regarding it like I even i i say that i was raised in a family where it's like light and dark skin but i i still have my insecurities and i feel like as long as i have these insecurities I will subconsciously play into that stereo- those stereotypes. It may not be to the caliber of oh, you know what I'm about to go get me a light skin baddie because I feel that they're <laughs> superior than brown skin girls, but right. I'm still gonna play into it rather than may be me feeling like I cannot you know speak in a certain uh a certain around a certain group or I may not feel like myself around a certain group i play i feel that it starts from within like I need to settle whatever insecurity it may be regarding. The light skin, dark skin um, matter in order for me to be able to move in a way that maybe other people can learn from or, you know, because even though we may overcompensate in those areas in whatever ways, like, you know, for me, I'm I have I'm I'm dark skin, but I also have discoloration within my skin and people may look at bleaching your skin as you know, a bad thing. But for me, it's like, I'm just trying to even out my skin. I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to like become lighter nor darker. I just want even toned skin. Right. Right. So I'm, I forgot where I was going with that, but I'm making that point to say, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like it needs to start within, like I need, I need to make sure that I'm not quote unquote, which I'm not, but as an example, I need to make sure that I'm not bleaching my skin to be light skin, but more so I understand why I'm, why I'm doing it. And it has nothing to do with, you know, me trying to be something that I'm like completely not. So I feel like I need to work from within. And um, I think this episode is more so about our not defending our team, dark skin, team light skin, but to be vulnerable enough to be like, Hey, these are some of my insecurities. These are some of the things that I've experienced and to just sit in, I mean, but because because we're all not it's not we're not about to kill ourselves over it. So it's not, right. you know, it's not mm-hmm. like we're losing sleep over it. But I think we all have these underlying insecurities behind it. And it's there because of it's not it's not because of us, but it's because of what societal pressures and even our parents, dumb ass, stupid ass parents.
1: Oh, I'm not. No, not
2: calling our parents stupid, but some, you know, some people treat their kids different because they're light-skinned. Oh. You know, like, I'm pretty sure some people have experienced that. Like, you being the darker sibling, you get treated different because you're a lighter sibling, or you being the lighter-skinned boy, like, you can't They said
1: Jackie did that to her daughter. Ex- That's her example he huh? Jackie from Basketball, basketball wise,
2: wise Dumbass, stupid-ass parents. Right. That's example. Not calling our parents, dumb Yeah, no, no. no. You know? I get it. Yeah. No.
1: But, I mean, I agree with you, Justin. Like, I feel like, you know, I've expressed this before. This just wasn't a thing for me when I was younger. And so I've had to start dealing with this within, like, the last five years of my life. Like, this is when I really started understanding that this was a thing and that it really affects people. And I've had people say things to me like, well, you're not that dark. Like, you're not really dark, dark. And it's like, what's dark, dark? in what's <laughs> not that dark like somebody commented on my
2: picture one day and they It said, said what i was like I, it was a post that said like dark skin vibe or like dark skin vibe and it was like mm-hmm. justin you're not even that dark
1: right and, and it's it's almost as if you're saying you're not that dark to make me feel better and it's like do you have an issue because i don't think that whether i'm a little bit darker or a little bit lighter is gonna change the fact that I'm dark. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I am a dark-skinned woman. So making the comment, it's like, it's almost like yeah. they're saying it to try to make me feel better or something like that. And it's mm. like, so you do see, you do understand that there is an issue with color, but they try to make it seem like no there's no issue like you're not even that dark and it's like okay we all have issues we all see it but I think we try to pretend that it's not there and that it doesn't bother us or that it's not a problem when it really is and to answer your question Cara about like how are we still here or like why does it still matter in the midst of everything that we're going through with police brutality and you know our president and all those things because it is passed down from generation to generation. And like you said, with the history of the slave master, all the things that they were going through with the plight of being a slave, there were still issues within the culture. There were still issues within home because of that. So we're still going through it because we've never really identified it. We really never, as a culture, I remember a few years ago, Oprah did the show, um, dark girls and then a few years after that she did light girls I don't know if y'all saw that but it still didn't really open up the conversation for people to be honest and understand that you do the reason I asked you earlier was do you empathize or do you talk about your issue because I think until we can empathize with the next person you're gonna forever be like there's going to forever be a division because we're not empathizing with each other. I never knew that light-skinned women had issues and that you know there there was a thing of like not feeling as black. I felt like there was an overcompensation, but I didn't know what it was because they feel like people make them feel like they're not black enough. So until we have this conversation so that we can understand that, we can't empathize. Because now I can empathize with you, but before it was just like Okay, we get it, you're black. Like You don't have to scream to the top of your lungs that you're about, you're woke and you're about the movement. But now I understand. So until we have the conversation and really open up and be vulnerable, it's not going to
0: happen. There will be no empathy.
2: So Carl, do you have any questions for Michelle?
0: Yes. But I did want to say, I don't necessarily think that... um my views on light-skinned women or how I have to feel like I'm more black are based on insecurities. I think they are based on defense mechanisms that I have built up over the years and having to respond to people saying that I'm not black enough. But I don't necessarily feel insecure about being light-skinned. I I don't. I I I'm fine. Um. I don't necessarily think that I'm better than anybody else, but I'm fine with where I am. I just feel like I have to always have my defenses on as it relates to dark-skinned people, not just women, but men too. Mm-hmm. I mean, as we talked about at the freaking restaurant when the guy was like, oh, you light like skin, you got to blah, blah, blah. I'm getting it from both sides, and I'm like, I'm always having to be on the defense about that shit, and it's exhausting. Um. Anyway, my questions are: the first question is, do you really feel like being light-skinned is a privilege?
2: Um, I'll answer that, and I would say that it has its privileges. Um, and it goes back to slavery. Slavery: the light-skinned people were in the house, the dark-skinned people were outside. Um, the light-skinned people did light labor, the dark-skinned people did hard labor. Um, and I still think it's prevalent now. Um, even within the media, you know, fair skin and regarding women, right? Mm -hmm. So fair skin, light skin women. I mean, they get, you get, you have the light skin girl has the main, the main role. And then she has a dark skin friend who Mm -hmm. is the sassy one always, you know, making jokes. Mm -hmm. And so it definitely has its privileges and it's obvious.
0: Um, Michelle, did you want to answer that question? Um, Yeah,
1: so I think it's, like Justin said, privileges, but I don't think it's a privilege. I think there's a difference.
0: Can you explain?
1: Um, I think if we were to go back into slavery, it would be the same thing. (laughs) You would have the privilege to be in the house, and we wouldn't. But I don't think that it is a privilege. Like... Um. It's a privilege to be alive. Okay. Versus dead in a casket. It's a privilege to be able to live life
0: versus versus just living. If that makes sense. I mean, as it relates to light skinned women, though.
1: That's what I'm saying. That it is a... There are privileges, but it's not a privilege. It's a privilege to be able to live life... But not be alive. I mean, versus just being alive.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what privileges do light skin women enjoy? Like I just said, if we were to
1: go back into slavery, no, but I mean, like they, now, outside of, I don't see any privileges. Okay, now. that is—that's what I'm saying—is that there are privileges to being light. Is that if. Something were to happen, the white man would favor you because he has, I feel like the white man has control over the U.S. So if something were to happen and we were to go back into those days, you would experience as a light-skinned person, the privileges that the white man would give you, but not necessarily that it is a privilege. Like every day you wake up, oh, it's a privilege that I woke up light-skinned.
0: Okay. I see what you're saying.
2: Do you feel like there's there's a privilege?
0: Um, I think there are privileges.
2: Privileges, correct? Yes. So we all agree on their yes. privileges.
0: Unfortunately, there are privileges. Um, I th- I'm gonna switch the second question up a little bit. Where no, I just want to say
2: with those privi- with those privileges, it kind of was like you know, not is it survivor of the fittest? It's like back in slavery, they were i feel that they were trying to survive just like everyone else you know
1: hmm.
2: you know am i am i am i to tell the master who could possibly like whip me and kill me with whips to hey you know let's bring michelle and justin in the house it's like no i am I need to survive for my life mm. um I'm not saying that that I mean anything but i just feel that you know those privileges are bad because it's like other people may not have those those same opportunities. But it's just like, well, I mean, I don't know. At some point, I don't know.
0: Well, and it's I, I see what you're saying because it it isn't necessarily a a privilege that was like that was sought out. Or, Correct. That or may that not have was... been the intent.
2: But am I supposed to turn the opportunity down because it's presented to me? Because yeah. everyone is not able to have that same opportunity yeah. as me. I guess that's just how I look at it also. Mm -hmm. I
0: mean, (laughs) I wouldn't (laughs) if a
2: check was involved on this
0: one. You're dead. (laughs) I'm Um, going to change the second question just a tad bit. Do you as a darker skinned woman feel less attractive when around a group of men where there are also light skinned women around? No, I don't feel less attractive. I feel like
1: I have to be... Less seen to be seen. What do you mean? I have to...
2: Mm, That's a good one. I
1: have to be quiet so that they'll say, well, why aren't you talking? So that I am noticed because they're going to see, I think men, period, we've discussed this, think that, or that they put women light women on a pedestal Mm -hmm. right so if i was the loud stereotypical dark woman that they thought i would be i wouldn't be seen i wouldn't be noticed but if i'm quiet and i just allow my sexiness to be seen in the room i'm gonna be sought out and it's happened every time Like, I don't, when I go out, I'm not, like, super loud. I don't, like, whatever. Like, I'm just seen me. Like, when I walk in the room, my outfit, whatever I got on, I'm just going to be seen, and that's it. Have you done the
0: opposite? Have you been loud? Probably when I was younger, yeah. Like, Mm. in high school and all that. But not in college?
1: Mm. College was a, I mean, that's a tough time for me to, like, answer this question by, because I went to PV and so everybody was, every, yeah. I mean, everybody was, I didn't see that then. Mm. So I can't, and, and I probably wasn't, I probably didn't have a lot of friends that were that bright. And I mean, it's Texas. So it's not that many light skinned women that, that I know of if there are, you know, I didn't see it back then.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying to get the dichotomy between you being quiet and you being loud. And when you got more or less play from guys. I don't think that I've ever
1: noticed more or less. I just know that I'm not going to be stereotypical when I'm in the room. So the question is, do I feel less attractive? No, I don't. I just feel like I'm not going to be stereotypical. Meaning a loud black woman. Right, or angry, or any of that.
0: Mm. Okay. Justin?
2: Um, I thought I answered it. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) No, you didn't answer that question. Um, I guess... What was the question? Sorry. The question is, I guess we can flip it to you. Mm -hmm. Do you, as a man, period, feel like darker-skinned women are less attractive than light-skinned women when they're around each other? No. That's
2: not you going to say? Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. Um, I guess because I hang around, like, confident. I hang around a lot of confident women. Like, all the women I hang around with are mostly confident. So, I don't see that insecurity within them. But it wouldn't be shocking if a dark-skinned woman did feel a little bit insecure around light-skinned women. I can see why. I mean, it's it's obvious. And it's mostly centered around how the media... Praises light skin and dumb, stupid jocks and dumb, stupid rappers, you know, leave the girl that holds them down for years. Once they get money, they go out and get a light skinned girl. So I can see how that, that insecurity may be there.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, next question. Do you honestly believe that most light skinned women believe or think that they're better than dark skinned women?
1: I know I don't think it's just a yes or a no for me I think that most light skinned women are oblivious to what dark skin women go through so it's almost a yes but it's not like a hard yes it's like it's almost as if they try to ignore that there is an issue with men and dark skin women so you know like I guess, yeah, it's not a yes, but you're ignoring
0: it, so you obviously are playing into it. So what, in your opinion, should light-skinned women do in order to not ignore it? Like, what would be, um, ideally, a response that light-skinned women would give in order to not ignore it?
1: Response to whom? Men or women? Just
0: generally. So as it relates to a dark-skinned woman's plight. You're saying that we ignore um, how men react to dark-skinned women versus light-skinned women. Mm -hmm. How would you ideally want a light-skinned woman to react as it relates to how how men react to dark-skinned women and the relation... Relation isn't the word I want to use. And the... Um, and how you guys feel, how dark skinned women feel about that? Can
2: I don't think they can do anything.
0: But yeah, I'm saying I mean, uh, besides in conversation be, like this, just acknowledge it. I don't think that there is anything you can do. But I guess my question is, how can we ignore it? Like, what's the difference between us? If there's nothing we can do, then how are we ignoring it? Because I've had conversations with people and they say
1: no, that's not an issue, Michelle. That's just you. Like, you're not that dark. That's what I'm talking about.
0: I don't know if that's well I, I don't think know if that that's ignoring. I think
2: you know what I think is I a think really good being r-
1: oblivious to that there is a problem.
2: You know what I think by
1: saying that by trying to I'm sorry, Justin. No, 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 by no, trying no, to say or make me quote unquote feel better by saying that I'm not that dark. You're ignoring what I just said. Like, you're not acknowledging that there is an issue in the black culture where black men, and as Justin has said specifically, more so like dumb, athletes. stupid rappers and, <laughs> and dumb, rappers. stupid
2: athletes. They're dumb.
1: And, um, <laughs> yeah, have decided to put light-skinned women on a pedestal. If you ignore it by saying,
0: Michelle, you're not that dark. I don't know if that's ignoring it or if that's downplaying it. And I think that there's a difference. I think there's a difference in saying that is not true versus you're not that dark. I think that there is a difference in that. And I think that saying you're not that dark is downplaying the dichotomy that men put us in versus saying that's not true. Why would you ever think that? That to me is ignoring and I don't think that that's what they're doing. No, I don't. Well, I mean, I wasn't there, obviously, that, but I don't think that that's the same. The answer that you just gave me
1: sounds like they are denying it. But to me, ignoring it is if I address something, and instead of you acknowledging what I addressed or understanding what I addressed, you deflect. So you ignored what I just said and decided mm. to deflect into something else.
0: I mean, we got to agree to disagree because I don't agree with that. Yeah, well, that's how I feel, though. Yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah.
1: light-skinned women are either oblivious or they ignore it. So. What yeah. were you about to say? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> of course you
0: did. <laughs> um, Last question, um, and you've kind of already answered this, but have you ever disliked or thought negatively about someone strictly because of their skin tone being lighter?
1: No, I don't think that there's a reason for me to just dislike somebody and they haven't even opened their mouths yet.
0: I've experienced that. That's why I asked that question. you want to talk about it? Not really. No. No, we can. I don't yeah. care. I mean, I have I have had plenty of people because tell me- Because i heard me...
2: that a lot. I mean, I've heard that from yeah. white-skinned girls. I have so. had
0: plenty of people tell me after they've gotten to know me that- I didn't like you initially because you were light-skinned or I didn't think you were going to be cool. I'm surprised that you're so cool. And I'm like, why? Oh, well, you know, you light skin, you got long hair. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Plenty of women, women have are, told me that. Not not yeah. men, but women gotcha. have told me that. And so then God, also, <laughs> but men that are my friends have told me that they didn't think I was going to be as cool as I am. Mm. I don't necessarily know if it has anything to do with me being light-skinned. I I don't know. But both male and female, female especially, have specifically said, I didn't think I was going to like you because you were light-skinned or I didn't think you was going to be as cool as you are because you're light-skinned. And some people have not given me a chance to be my friend strictly because I'm light-skinned. And men that are my friends have been like, oh, I didn't bro, you real cool. Like, light skin girls don't be cool like this. I'm like, what does that even mean? Mm. You see, I feel that
2: like, I would never say that. And I think it's because I live in South Louisiana and light skin and I don't know, it's just really prevalent there. So I don't know, like, I would never say something like that. So I think, you know, it's just like balls down to that. It all balls down to like a type of Person. Person. Yeah. That I would probably would not hang out with. Like, that's not my people. I don't know. Like, I just, but I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking away from what you're saying, but it's just like, who says shit like that? People did say that. Who
1: feels like that, though? Like, for me, it's like, how can you see a person? How is that not racism? Because how can you see, and not just like racism, but like maybe even prejudicedness. Like, how can you see a person and before they
0: even open their mouth, you say, I don't like them? That has happened to me. Somebody has said to me, literally, somebody that I I don't consider them a friend now, but somebody that was a friend has said to me, when I first met you, I didn't think I was going to like you. And I'm like, why? And they're like, like, because you're light skin. And that has happened to me. Multiple times, more than one time. How do
2: you respond to that, though?
0: I'm just, I say, like, why would you say, like, why? Like, and I know that I am a little bougie. I can admit that. I also, I guess, speak properly. So people automatically assume that I'm a certain type of person. But in my opinion, I would not judge somebody off of that. But that, that's different than you talking I'm not saying like
1: the way you talk. I'm saying I, once a person starts talking, I can say then whether or not I like them. But the question was about seeing somebody that is like. And yeah. I can I can never say that I saw somebody a female walk in a door, and I can be in a room, and you know I don't know if you've experienced this before, and Justin you either, but being in a room full of black people and walking in that room, and you don't know all the people that are in the room, it can be kind of intense. Yeah, it is. You know how black Cause people because people don't, are. We don't be, speak exactly. They don't speak.
2: I hate that we don't speak.
1: It's stupid. So what? Seeing somebody walk through a door. And because they're light-skinned, I'm going to be like, I don't like them. That is really ignorant. And vice versa, if somebody were to be light-skinned and say that about a dark-skinned woman. Because like I just said, it's very intense walking into a room full of black people. So when I see somebody walk into a room or if I walk into a room, I just speak, hi, you know, because I already know it's intense. So that's really ignorant for somebody to say something like that.
0: I've never seen the reverse, though. And maybe, maybe I just haven't talked to the right person, but I've never seen a light skinned woman be like, I didn't like you because you were dark skinned. Well, the reverse... I've never seen the reverse. The
2: reverse is the aggression and aggressive part. Like, oh, you cool. I thought she was going to be... Yeah, thought she was cool. you're actually, actually cool. But yeah, that's never actually,
0: happened. I've, ne- I've never experienced I've never
2: experienced either one the, of them. Yeah. I
0: don't have friends that act like that, but...
2: The reverse stereotype would be the aggression one. Oh, you cool. I, I've definitely... I've seen both now that I'm... You know, I've seen both where... The dark skin I'll be like, oh she a cool chick. She actually like, you know, she's cool. You <laughs>
1: <Get> know. <laughs> she's not mean. She's not mean. No, I I don't I don't I don't have maybe I do, and they just have never said it to me, but I don't have friends that look at somebody. A lot of my friends are like very open and welcoming when we first meet people, so
2: I I, I love don't. how black women um with this whole like black girl magic is I feel like it that that slogan is really changing and taking down all those stereotypes because the more and more you guys uplift each other is the more and more the world will be able to see how like all black women are beautiful and it comes in different shades and there is something uniquely about y'all that is very special and i feel like because of this whole black girl magic thing i feel like with Issa Rae, tika sumter like uh the chick that played on uh girl's trip the main character i forgot her name tiffany haddish it's just like i feel like society is because of because of y'all i feel like society is beginning to see a whole new you know i guess put all girls all all black women um
0: as a standard of beauty correct but it's also amongst the young people older women are not playing into I think, as much into mm. the black girl magic outside well, of celebrities. Well,
2: playing... Like, okay, a plan.
0: Outside of celebrities, mm-hmm. ain't nobody grandma playing into this black girl magic thing. Because it's mainly those, on social media. Right, I know. No, yeah. I know. I'm not negating yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that those are the people that are perpetuating these stereotypes. Those are the people who started the stereotypes. Correct, It's these old women that, you know, whose parents were slaved were slave I said slaved, mm-hmm. whose parents were slaves, they not saying that it's their fault, but it's what they were taught. And Correct. so they're the people that perpetuated the stereotype. Those are the people that really need the black girl magic movement. The people that are actually perpetuating the black girl magic movement like us, we are, in tune enough to have the conversation mm-hmm. and to say this is some bull crap why is this still happening in 2017 right but grandma you know Judith change. grandma Judith is still gonna treat her great grand great great grandchild that's light skin better than her great great grandchild and you know what
2: skin. you do with grandma Judith? you just don't gonna see her eventually she's... Don't you know, take
0: your keys around. Jesus go is going to call
2: know. her to home and that's just going to be it.
0: You know what?
2: Jesus is going to call her home. <laughs> Jesus is going to call <laughs> her home and that's it. Because with old people, you're not going to change them. Like, they're in their ways. That's why I'm like just... I mean, I, I just love how, once again, I just love how Black Girl Magic is bringing... Like, it's even helping guys you know, the stupid, ignorant <laughs> rappers and football players to see black women as, it is you know, helping as equal. Like, you are right, you know, light and brown skin. Because it's so beautiful. I mean, I feel like y'all see it. Unfortunately, because of the societal pressures, you are affected by it. But I, I do know as a light, I would assume that as a light-skinned woman, she can look at her brown-skinned sister and see the beauty and vice versa.
1: Right. And I think, you know, I just want to point out that Car, you and I had an interaction that you probably don't even know about, and Justin probably doesn't remember. When we first met, it was at uh, somebody's Fernando's. birthday party. Oh no. no, somebody's birthday party, and I came in, and my hair was—it uh, was BT's birthday that year, that she had the game night. Oh, I remember the the birthday party, and I had my hair uh, curly that night for whatever reason, because I never do that. But the next time my interaction with you was you called Justin and we were on the way to Fernando's. Oh, I do remember. And he told you to come. And you were like, well, who's all coming? And he said, Michelle. Mm -hmm. And you were like, he was like, I don't know if you remember her. And you were like, I do. The girl with the curly hair. And from that moment, I knew that you You did not identify people by their color because most people have identified me as the dark skinned girl, the dark skinned skinny girl. That would have been the first thing they said. But the first thing you said was, oh, yeah, the girl with the curly hair. And I said it to Justin mm, in the car. I, I was remember. like, I like the fact that she didn't say the skinny dark skin. Yeah, I didn't remember did. that. No, <laughs> she, I didn't remember, she remember she really that. Did. I, think
2: um, um, I think we were probably on our way to Fernando's, yeah. actually. Yeah. And then that's when we had this long had conversation this whole, yeah. that started
1: the podcast. But that day, I remember you said the girl with the curly hair. And so I can tell that you don't. Mm. Like sea color,
0: because I really don't. I mean, not that I don't see it. I mean, I'm right, not gonna say yeah. that it's not like. I mean, it's you I'm see a C C it. beige.
3: I have Everybody eyes, is
2: beige. Right.
0: But everything is neutral, <laughs> neutral, <laughs> neutral. Oh, no, <laughs> strong,
2: brown, green,
0: everything is neutral. <laughs> But no, I it, to me it just doesn't matter. It
1: doesn't describe people.
0: No, that's I mean, not now, who you are. And and as a person. Right, and I think that that and I think that that also is somewhat of a defense mechanism because I don't want people to be like, "Oh, she the light-skinned girl," cuz that automatically um, put, like I would rather be the black friend mm, than to be the light-skinned, the light-skinned girl. girl. Mm. Because that automatically to me has more negative connotations as it relates to black people. Than being the black friend has to white people. Jeez, I mm. probably
2: contribute to all these stereotypes because I'll probably be like, "Yeah, you know that dark, you know that dark skin
1: girl." I mean, we all <laughs> Or you know do the, it. the light skin girl, don't do, we all y'all know. because y'all have said the light skin squint or acting light skin yeah, and all that kind light
2: of stuff. Skin, before. Yeah. High yellow ass, stop acting like it's terrible. I'm about to go take that pose. Like now. my
0: grandma told me that <laughs> I was posed
2: because I said something like along the lines of like team dark skin, but it wasn't actually team dark skin. It was like dark-skinned boy or dark-skinned man. It was just supposed to say something like that. My
0: grandma used to tell me I was stank because I'm light-skinned.
2: You know what? Like,
0: light-skinned people stank. We're not gonna talk about this, Grandma. I'm just telling you. I'm yeah. just telling you how deep it goes. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just telling you how deep it goes. Like really it goes kinda, really deep. I want to go to judge and had, charge. She her clearly up. had her own issues as well, though. Like, yeah, I mean, she had some jealousy issues that that came from, I'm sure, somebody or some some people in her childhood. I don't course, know what it came course. from, but I know because she grew up it was, probably in that time, yeah. like. And that's absolutely what happened.
2: And she was too violent, verbally and physically, for her not to be living in a result of what she went yeah. through. Yeah, know? yeah, poor mama.
0: So how do we fix it? <laughs> how do we break all of these stereotypes? Not, not even breaking the stereotypes because I think that's gonna take probably it ain't gonna never break. Um, how do we as people break it amongst our circles in 2017?
1: I think we do. What we just did actually have the conversation and not identify with just your own experience, but like listening to the experience of other people Mm -hmm. and trying to, even if, because you can't sympathize with people um, and throw a pity party because you can't change any of this, obviously, but just empathizing and understanding that there is an issue. I think, you know, if we try to ignore it or act like it doesn't exist, we're gonna forever live in it. So having this I think this conversation needs to happen amongst the people.
2: We can have a dark skin, light skin two point next year. And we can we can we can dive <laughs> a little bit deeper. Yeah, bring bring some people on.
1: Oh, I'm about to die. I can't stand How do you think on. we fix it, Justin?
2: Um I really think we need to um, diversify our friend groups and have all shades of blackness within our friend groups. Because mm-hmm. um, I know a lot of light-skinned guys that hang around with light-skinned guys and a lot of dark skin guys that hang around with dark-skinned guys and vice versa with girls, mm-hmm. too. Um, but not only that, so just with women specifically, I think that the Black Girl Magic movement is really bringing y'all together on so many different levels and i i don't know if y'all feel it i'm sure y'all feel it but i feel that it's to the point where other um other groups are witnessing it and it's leveling out that playing field of light and dark skin and within our culture so um i think the more and more we tend to um build our, build each other up and deal with our own insecurities and be vulnerable enough to say, like, you know what? I was raised in southern Louisiana and I say stupid shit, mm. but I don't mean it. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to my intent is to, like, take that out the way I'm not, you know, adding to those stereotypes. Mm. Um, so I have to hold my myself accountable first. Um, and as long as we do that and build each other up intentionally. Um, we should be fine.
0: I like that. Yeah, I think that dialogue is necessary. I think that being, I think mindfulness is necessary and being um, mindful of what you say and how you react to people in scenarios. Because although I don't get offended by the light-skinned jokes, I think that somebody, even though I'm not offended by them, it still perpetuates my defense mechanism. It makes me want to continue to do that. Um, And I think it's just about being mindful of what you're saying in front of people and how they're going to react. And that all stems from you knowing where they're coming from. And if we didn't have this conversation, y'all wouldn't know that that affected me. And so I definitely think that an open dialogue is necessary. Um, But do I think that the stereotypes will be broken anytime soon or ever? No. I think that the issue with black the issue with black culture, and this is probably another conversation, we don't know how to list stuff go. Um, cool. we don't know how to list stuff go. We hold on to things um, and we continue to perpetuate even, I mean, the crabs in the bucket mentality. All of this stuff, so I think I don't think it'll ever go away. It's just a matter of how you choose and how we choose to deal with it. so do we have a millennial moment? Yes, we
2: do um and my millennial moment um I text my male friends because I know this 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 episode was really centered around the black woman <laughs> um and g- black black men, we go through our own like you know. Um, light skin, dark skin, um, issues or concerns, but it's, I don't think it's as severe as women. Um, so when I, when I ever asked my friends, like certain questions, like, Hey, what are some things that you would ask? Like the dark skin man or the light skin man? Most of the questions were extremely comical, like had no, like, (laughs) you know, no depth to it, but just laughs and giggles. But I did get pull some questions out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to ask a few questions and I'm going to answer it. And y'all can, if y'all want to like, you know, okay. speak, say something on it, <laughs> you can. But all right. So this is from my friend Tyler, my homeboy. He is a light skin guy. Um, his um, Instagram username is hustle underscore man. 6 Cool guy. Um, and his question was, why does dark skin guys feel the need to overcompensate their masculinity? Mm. I feel like y'all can answer that more than I can, because I
1: think it's because of the stereotype. The stereotype says that they're strong, so they have to be strong. And if I'm not strong, then what else do I have?
0: You're a pussy if you're not. You're a puss. Mm-hmm. Drake ass nigga.
2: And
3: you don't want to be.
1: Oh Drake. You don't
2: want to have light skin emotions.
3: You're a Drake <laughs> you, ass nigga. Drake, like yeah, like Drake
1: is like the explanation of an emotional light skin man.
0: Yeah, and they don't. They want to be the opposite. Yeah
2: um yeah that's a great question tyler i couldn't really answer that because you know i don't really i don't really (laughs) give into all that masculinity shit i cry whenever i want (laughs) to (laughs) cry all right so my next question is from my friend jaquam uh his uh instagram name is quam so smooth that's q-u-a-m so smooth he's a brown skin or dark skin guy And he asks, um, do you feel that corporate America sees lighter skinned African-Americans less threatening than um, dark skinned African-Americans? And do you feel like, do light skinned African-Americans feel that they have an advantage when it comes to, um, I guess, going after a job? So do you walk in feeling confident because you're light skinned?
0: I walk in feeling confident oh, because I'm... Saying, I know, you're good. I walk in feeling confident because I'm competent. Competent. Not because I'm light-skinned. Do you feel like but there's do some I advantage? Feel, yes, I feel like I have a slight edge, but it's not something that I like. go into the job saying, I'm going to get it because I'm light-skinned.
1: I'm not light-skinned, but I'm going to answer that and say that um, I feel like I have an advantage because I'm a small, dark woman. Hmm. And I have a European, quote unquote, build. Mm. So I'm less threatening than a larger person.
2: And I feel confident as an African-American male, dark-skinned African-American males, because my name is white. Justin August.
1: Like <laughs> that? Why are you talking uh, like that? That's a good
2: question, Kwam. Thank you, my nigga. All right, so my next uh, friend is uh, Anthony. He's a light-skinned guy. And his uh, Instagram username is anthony.howard.number2, the actual number two. Um, and he asks, how do you have so much confidence when talking to ladies? He feel that, and he's light-skinned, so he feels that uh, dark-skinned guys have a little confident edge when it comes to like basically they holler at whomever they want to and like it's just whatever you know and i've seen it before um i think i think women love uh tall dark handsome men not michelle because she like you know the lighter <laughs> light-skinned girl. i like but, all men oh man correct but Praise i think
0: lies that you tell right. it i do yeah, I,
2: right.
1: okay. i've dated all men
2: so why do you feel i mean i just feel that i think all women just love security and want to feel it falls into the stereotype with them being protectors i would assume um and i guess the appearance of being stronger so yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't really see that. I've not seen that many dark skinned guys be more confident than light skinned guys when it comes to approaching females. How do you, is that what is that what he's saying that yeah, they have basically, more Yeah, basically, yeah, he's saying it?
2: like basically how do you have all this well, how wait, let, let me just be more specific, specific? Yeah, how do you have so much confidence? Oh, you know?
1: okay. Correct. Well, I don't know if they have more confidence. I don't know where it comes from, but I've seen light-skinned men be confident. Same. My Even brother, white men.
0: My brother is confident. So is my daddy, and both of them hella light. I will <laughs> say, though, I prefer dark-skinned men because I prefer very traditional Negro features on a man. I like big lips, wide noses, dark skin, beards, muscles. I just like it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The way her eyes
2: were drooping.
0: (laughs) That's just what I like. I felt you. If you look at my man, that's what he got. (laughs) Nigga features. I just like it.
2: All right. Thanks, Anthony. All right. So the last question comes from Jamal and his username is expensive taste ace.
0: Your friends have these Instagram <laughs> names. I'm trying child. to increase
2: their followers, so go follow them. <laughs> All right. So Jamal asks, okay, in 2017, there's plenty of dark-skinned men on TV, but depending on the environment in which they were raised, have they always loved their skin shade? Question mm. mark. If so, what part of your upbringing do you think has led to that? If not, would you say the reason is more based off society's perception or was it more internal insecurities? This is a really good question. Mm -hmm. So for me growing up, um, like I've mentioned before, my family was like mixed high yellow and dark skin, right? But I always saw a dark skinned man with a light skinned woman. Mm. That's just how they, I don't know, for some reason that was like, my representation growing up.
0: My grandma used to say they match.
2: Correct. And I, I i mean, till this day, I like seeing a dark skin with a light skin mm-hmm. for some my reason. It could be flipped, whatever. Um, not saying that I like it, but it's just familiar for me. Um, so to answer your first question, have, uh, have I always loved my skin shade? I would say no, because um, growing up, I did, you know, see the privileges for lighter skin people over dark skinned people at a very younger age. So I didn't always love the skin that I'm in. Um, What part of my upbringing do you think um, has led to that point? You know, just little interactions in school, you know, you'll see people comment on black babies that are light skin. Oh, she's adorable. And they won't have the same reaction to uh, a darker skin baby. And that's just some things that I've experienced growing up. Mm. Um, Just little things like that had, that kind of made me feel that I was a little, um, you know, inferior to that, that whole skin tone. Um, But, and even, even growing up, like I only dated light skin people. Um, And I don't even know why, but um, it's not that I didn't like myself, but I guess I, I, there was an underlining issue. Mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. I would say that um and how about y'all I mean um have you always loved your skin shade growing up and if so um what part of your upbringing or if not would you say reasons is more based off of society perceptions
1: well for me like growing up there was no reason to love or dislove dislove's not a word but or dislike mm-hmm. it was just like we're just We're just people like I really did not see myself as a dark skinned person that needed to love their skin tone because there was something wrong with it. I think that's where like the whole love your skin tone thing came from Mm -hmm. is because people were taught that there was something wrong with their skin tone. So Mm -hmm. growing up, it was just there wasn't an issue. Um but as far as black men go, because I kind of want to touch on black men, mm-hmm. especially celebrities, I think that they do have issues with their skin. Um, and it's their issue. That's why they go after mm-hmm. lighter women because mm. they want their kids to have a different experience. Mm.
2: They want them to look exotic.
1: Yeah. Like I have a real big problem with um, Kevin Hart right now Because I don't know If y'all saw He has a game Coming out And the Y'all know his children mm-hmm. Are Basically exactly. The same color as him Well the game The animation Is supposed to be This family And it's his family Like you can clearly See that it's him You can clearly see That it's his wife Now But the two kids It's obviously his kids Because the daughter Is older than the son But they're the same color As his wife And so it's like, those are not your kids. Your kids right now are two chocolate kids. And I think it's a really big problem because he approved it. Wow. And so like what message? Yes. What message are you giving your children? Especially your daughter. Hmm. Whose mother just had to open up a hair care line, natural Mm -hmm. hair products for her daughter to appreciate, you know, her hair and all that kind of stuff.
2: That child looks white. So
1: why did you approve that? So I
0: think in Hollywood, black men have issues. Um, Yeah, I I never had an issue with my skin color growing up. Um, I just always felt like everybody else had an issue with it. So then it made me have an issue with it as an adult. Mm. But Mm. growing up as a kid, I didn't give a darn. I was like, I'm just Cara.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I think that's the
1: experience kids for every kid. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. But I mean, every kid doesn't have that because I know I've talked about this before. My friend, that's, you know, very chocolate. She had a lot of issues. Um, with people making fun of her. Mm-hmm. I can leave. only
2: imagine, which is very important. Like, you, your kids need that positive reinforcement. Like, you need to continuously tell them that they're smart, <laughs> they're kind. No, yeah. but <laughs> seriously, just remind them how beautiful they are that way, you know, and have real conversations. Like, you're going to have – there are multiple shades within this African race. You know, you're just one shade out of many, and you should not feel less than – any other lighter or darker shade, you know, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure brown skin people have their own privileges in comparison to really darker skin or darker skin complected um complexion people, so right, yeah, I think that reinforcement is needed with the black African American child
1: agreed. I agree agreed
0: well, um it is time for the word of the day. Hmm. Are y'all ready? I'm gonna try to create a sentence of the day. The word of the day is toothsome. Tooth. Toothsome. Some. Say it with me. Toothsome. Toothsome, toothsome means like me agreeable or attractive, of palatable flavor and pleasing texture, delicious. Justin, use toothsome in a sentence.
2: My crawfish étouffée was extremely toothsome. Mm.
0: <laughs> Mace. <laughs> uh,
1: the wine from Napa Valley. Mm. Has an extremely toothsome
0: taste. Mm, the alliteration there. Mm. The toothsome taste. Mm-hmm. Cara. Boudin. Like a boudin. Is toothsome. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's job. a good one. So try to use toothsome in your tweets and or Instagram and hashtag ml3 my nigga yes hashtag hashtag. we're still trying to
2: slowly take over the hashtag guys we
0: really are and we are y'all there's only like a couple of people that be using ml3 and i don't know what they're using it for because it's not millennial love but anyway even if you have to
2: tweet hashtag ml3 at millennial love just do something
0: yes so if you want to tweet us instagram us find us on snapchat you know where to go At Millennial Love, that's L O V three on all social media platforms. If you want to listen to the podcast, listen to us on Instagram. Or no, just kidding. Listen to us on iTunes. What are you listening to us on Instagram? (laughs) Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. All of the things. And also, please leave us a review. We are one review short of our first 100 reviews. When have you checked it? Let me check it
2: right now. Let me see. So
0: please give us a review. Also, don't forget to vote for us for Best Podcast in Dallas. That is at www.cosignmag.com backslash cosine Awards. And lastly, if you want bomb skin, make sure you go to bioclarity.com. Put in the code LOV3 and you will get a free month supply for only only $9.95. And if you bought reading them books, because hashtag it's a book, Go to www.audibletrial.com backslash Millennial Love. We got all of the things coming up. What? what, what?
2: If you want merchandise.
0: If you want merch, DM us on Instagram. Hats are 20 bucks plus shipping.
2: We have denim dad hats.
0: Denim dad hats.
2: Are you going to be cool or are you going to be whack?
0: (laughs) (laughs) On that note, good night. Bye, y'all. Bye!